Hello guys, welcome back to Gossip and Guidance with your host Ido Me. From wherever you're watching or listening, thank you so much for being here today. I have a very special guest, my friend Xiomara. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself, girl. Um, my name's Xiomara. I'm 28 years old. <laughs> yeah, at this point we just forget. <laughs> 20, I'm in my 20s and I'm a outspoken Virgo. Oh, we love that. <laughs> <laughs> So how did me and Simana meet? We met in elementary school. Elementary school, but more in high school. I yeah, feel like. we got closer in high school for sure. Yeah. So yeah. and then we had a lot of mutual friends, and mm -hmm. you know how that goes. Once you have mutual friends, either you stick yeah. around or you don't. Gladly we stuck yes. around. <laughs> Gladly we stuck around. I'm so glad because she's such an amazing friend. Mm. Um, we can go like a year without talking, and then we're like, hey, and then we just act like. Nothing ever happened. Those are the best. Those honestly. are the best, honestly. Yeah. Like, you just know what kind of friendships you have, and you don't yeah. have to talk to them every day to know that you have that friendship. So, mm -hmm. she's one of those friendships. <laughs> so, today we're going to be talking about toxic relationships. We're going to be talking about young love. You know, we all go through those little stages that we feel like we're going to die without that person. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes, guys, we do grow and later on in life we're like what the f was i thinking yes. so we're just going to be talking about just toxic relationships in general and just giving you guys advice on that it doesn't have to mean that we went through that personally but that's just the subject for today so siomara have you ever been in a toxic relationship absolutely i have <laughs> <laughs> tell us a little more about that like um you young it was definitely young love very young love um, and I was with that person for a very long time at a young age, which is definitely something I regret, um, spending a lot of my early teen years in such a serious and committed relationship was not healthy for my development at all. So how old were you when you got in this relationship since it was young love? Uh, we got together when I was 14, mm. but I had known him since I was 10. Oh yeah. Very yeah. young love. Yes. And in which way, okay, so in which way was that relationship toxic? Like, can you, like, give us some examples for other people to, also young people that are listening yes. to us, to, like, for them to watch out for, red flags? It was definitely gradual. So I think that's the other thing is that um, they don't always start off that way. It's not always somebody yelling at you or calling you names. It was obviously, like I mentioned, I had known him since I was 10 years old. So we had a really strong foundation of friendship. He was my best friend, hands down, for a long time. So all of the things, the toxic stuff that came up didn't really register to me until much later, uh, how toxic and abusive that it really was. Um, I would say the first red flags was definitely about pressure. There was a lot of... Um, Pressure to please, pressure um, to do what he said, like, because, you know, in order to make him happy, in order to, for him to even talk to me sometimes, like, I had to give in. So if, if somebody's pressuring you, you feel pressure, that's not love. Yeah. Absolutely not. Not love, not they, whatever they're pressuring you to do or they're asking you for, they can live without. Nobody should be pressuring you for anything ever. Yes. If you don't feel ready, you're not ready, especially such at a young age. You have so many questions at a young age. Yeah. You don't, you don't, I feel like at a young age, we're experiencing, right? We're right. still trying to figure out who we it's are. It's all as brand well. new. Yeah. It's all brand new. So someone pressuring you to do something you're not, you don't feel fully comfortable with, just understand that if that person is pressuring you, they don't care for you that much. Right. So you don't need that person in your life. So yeah. if you're going through something similar, whether you're young or older, you do not deserve someone who's going to pressure you. Somebody who loves you and cares for you is going to wait for you mm -hmm. in whatever situation it is. It, yeah. it doesn't have to be sexually. It can be right. in other motives as well. Yeah. So if you're being pressured to do something you don't feel comfortable with, that's just a sign that you need to walk away. Or maybe sometimes you just need to visit that conversation. If they're right. older enough, they will understand. Or mature enough, I should right. say. Us both being kids, obviously, he figured out this would be a way for him to get what he wanted out of me and yeah. me being in the position I was to please him and like want to be with this person um, made me very vulnerable to just doing what he was asking me to do. Did you feel like 
young you back then did you feel like if you didn't you were gonna lose this person yeah and you absolutely ready? Mm-hmm. yeah at that point i was already very in love without getting physical so i really had these like super deep feelings and connections with this person so to for them to tell me um you know if this doesn't happen like i can't continue to be with you or whatever it was that they said at the time like i took it very seriously and I really thought that was a real possibility. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. At a young age that people go through that, you know, like, you right. think about it, oh, they're just kids. But truly, like, yeah. parents don't even know what their kid is going through mm-hmm. sometimes. And that's like the scary part about being yeah. a parent as well. That was another thing. Things weren't great at home. So I really latched on to that person. That person was my person. It, it was like your safe space. Right. Right. Yeah. So a little background story about Ciara. So her parents are also divorced. Mm-hmm. So she also went through that you know and i like i said i personally mine affected me in different ways that affected my brother so again i'm sure her parents divorce affected her as oldest siblings especially sisters yes yeah it's definitely uh i would say i don't know how deeply it affected your brother definitely it affected me way harsher than it affected my brother yeah same i think my brother like he mentioned on episode one um he it didn't affect him how it affected me mm-hmm. mine was more emotional him was more what he went through afterwards like experiencing her parents with other people mine yeah. was just the whole general idea yeah. of my whole family being broken my brother was only four so oh, okay. he, it really yeah. yeah his experience is completely different and from mine. i'm sure he doesn't remember too much of it right at what age did you, how long did you last with this person? Like at what age did you start realizing this wasn't a good person for you? Um, or did you start slowly letting go of this toxic relationship? So it was very on and off the entire time. Um, we started dating, like I said, when I was 14 and I think I broke up with him right before I turned 19. Oh, so you went all through high school with yeah. this person. Yeah. On and Primary, off. On and off. Yeah. Uh, my I would say that that like was my high school sweetheart yeah um which also stupid don't do that like (laughs) if you're a young viewer if you're in high school do not have a sweetheart this is not the time (laughs) not the time she said explore (laughs) yeah like I and I'm coming from a place of I experienced that it was even to this day I'm married with kids and I could still say and speak on, despite how horrible that relationship ended up being, that was true love. What I was experiencing was real, true love. I really did love that person very, very deeply. So, and it just, that's not something that should be happening that early in life. You should not be experiencing that. It's such a heavy load to carry and such an intense thing to feel at such a young age that there's, you just got no business. I wish I was worried about teenager stuff yeah teenager yeah. stuff seriously yeah i feel like um we hear our parents tell us a, a lot like you're young mm-hmm. enjoy your life or do this don't do that you're yeah. so young da, da, da. and we're like no we're trying to be grown like my thought was i wanted to enjoy it with him mm-hmm. that was another thing my parents like tried pulling us apart and the more they pulled the more we pulled back to be together. Yeah. yes it's like that you always gonna do the opposite of what your parents yes tell you. For but for that reason. one, listen. <laughs> yeah, for that one, listen. Listen. I feel like yeah. sometimes parents, sometimes, depending what kind of parent, uh, parents know best sometimes too. Right. Because uh, they're not the ones in love. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Love is very blinding. And especially at that age when you're naive and you're sort of still learning life. I totally thought I had a lot of shit figured out. And I did. I mean, I, w- I would say divorce amongst other struggles in life, it does mature you. Yes. You do learn a lot of life lessons earlier on in your life obviously I still didn't know everything even though I felt like I did and I just you know a lot of people say that they don't regret anything in life and I absolutely do I do have regrets in life and one of them being is that you know being in love so early did um if you had to take something away from this mm-hmm. relationship what's something you'd be like that you don't regret having in this relationship um I would say the one takeaway that I did get from it was I mean, I learned. It was definitely a really hard lesson. There was a lot of hard lessons learned in that relationship. And, I mean, I came out smarter, and I survived it. So You feel like, nah, 
you feel like you learned those things when you were young and now dating as an adult do you feel like you had uh not because you were mature obviously more mature than when you were younger mm -hmm. but you felt like you knew what to watch out for like red flags yes or? yeah i mean obviously you know we broke up i was still young still dated other people um before meeting my husband who i'm with now and oh yeah guys i'm so sorry that's a fun fact about siomara she got married last February, I did. almost a year Coming ago. Up on my anniversary, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she has two beautiful daughters. Yes, so I do. There are mothers out here. <laughs> <laughs> literally, I'm friends, still me though. No, I'm yeah, she is very much still her. <laughs> you know, she's out here. Look at her. <laughs> so, I mean, was that relationship like physically controlled or more emotionally controlled? Uh, for the majority of the time, emotionally and like mentally, um, it was also like a lot, of, there was always like always a lot of games, um, lies. For example, at one point, uh, I had given him hickeys on his neck because I was a trashy teenager. And <laughs> How are we all been yeah. a trashy teenager? I, mean, I gave him a big yeah. fat one and we were dating and people, I feel like not the whole school because obviously not the whole school knew who we were it's not like we were super popular or anything yeah but people that knew us knew that we were like an on and off pair and you know i at one point we were on and i gave him these big old fat hickeys and he actually told the whole school that somebody else did it oh yeah oh wait what was the purpose of that I, exactly games you know like just there was a so people were like coming up to you, and be like, he has hickeys. Well, and that's the thing; nobody was snitching him out to me because I don't think a lot of people knew whether we were on or off. Oh, okay, okay. But the fact that like everybody thought that he had gotten with someone else, even though it was really me, it was just this weird fucked up game to him, I guess. Okay. I'm not sure what the purpose was. I don't know what the goal was. If it was like to create jealousy or I think so. I maybe I think so. I think yeah. it was probably to create jealousy and also to make him look cool. Like yeah, yeah. I think it, and um to add, he was very ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he needed that. Um, to this day, he's hideous. Um, he is, and people would tell me all the time in high school how fucking ugly he was. Can I cuss on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, people girl. would always say like how ugly he was and they couldn't believe not that i'm a freaking beauty queen but they're like wow like you with him like you with that guy all the time i would hear that all the time from my friends what from my i family. mean it's <laughs> she knows true. who i'm talking about yeah, it's true though. yeah but i mean you're young you're young and in love and then like you and said, he was my best friend he was your best friend. that's the thing our connection was more than skin deep I could see that he was ugly, but I didn't care. Yeah. Because <laughs> I loved him at the time. You you suppressed his looks <laughs> and his toxicness. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, he... It was like... Obviously, I've been to therapy about this. And he, it's, it's very interesting. I, like, asked the therapist, like, was he just, like, a born predator? Like, how did he know to do all these things? Like, was it just natural to him? Because we're both young at this point. It's not like it was an older man doing this to me. We were both young. So that also, check on your nieces and your cousins and your sisters that are with young. They don't have to be, young men aren't always, or older men aren't always the predators. Yeah. Sometimes it is the boyfriends that are their age because mine was my age. Or girlfriends. Some yeah, or girlfriends. Because. Partners. Yes. yes. Like, yeah. like Shamana too. Like, I, I think I talked about this before, like my first relationship i was 14 too when i fell in love with my first girl friend um and it was also very toxic i was also on and off until i was 18 mm -hmm. from 14 to 18 on and off super toxic uh to the fact where like i even got in a fight you know and i don't know again i was in love and i I didn't care in a way. Like, I, as long as I was with that person, I yeah, guess. Like, it's so weird because they, that's why, I, like, I had asked my therapist, are some people just naturally predators? Are they good at this? Because they somehow know to just, like, really sink themselves into you and, like, really get down and deep in you, and then they start fucking shit up. Yes. And when they do, it's like, you're you're already hooked. You're already hooked. Yeah. They do. I Okay, what did your therapist say? She said that, I mean... 
Because, well, the term I use, I said predator and or psychopath because he is a psychopath. That The person that I dated is a, an in, total fucking psychopath. Textbook definition. And I like said, you know, are, is there born, is he a born predator slash psychopath or was this stuff that he learned possibly? Because he also didn't have the best home life. Um, yeah. Is this something he could have learned from like the way his mom treated his dad or some, or his dad treated his mom or something? Like, I don't understand. How did this happen to him for him to be able to do this to me? As a, at a young age. At, it's, as a young I mean, it doesn't even yeah. matter because I feel like men that are like that were yeah. like that at a young age. Yeah, likely. Yeah. But, and it's, I think it's a lot easier for older men to do stuff like this to younger girls. But when you're both the same age, it really is like, where the fuck is this coming from? Yeah. How did he know to do all these things? Yeah, yeah. And in, sure. And in the order he did it and how successful he was in it, how the fuck? And she, she said, sometime, I mean, born psychopaths are extremely rare. Extremely, extremely rare. It's probably a result of... A trauma. A, a trauma. Um, a series of traumas, his home life also. I don't know that his dad was ever as bad to his mom as he was to me personally, but they didn't have a healthy relationship either. So he probably picked up things there. Yeah. and Which is yeah. most most likely. Yeah. I mean, what so. else do you learn that behavior from? Yeah. Unless he's one of those rare. <laughs> right. She, okay. she said it's likely his uh, likely environment was the issue there what's an exact like what's another example you can give to some people like when you mean like for example the whole him getting i didn't know that part the whole hickeys and just telling everybody yeah. that they were for somebody else like what other things that he actually like put you through as well um he so oh like given i feel like sometimes like listeners need an example because they can be like well mine didn't do this so i'm okay right exactly that yeah or you know um like i mentioned pressure was one of the earliest ones um he would have issues with certain things i wore to school i would show up and he'd be like what the fuck is this you know why are you why are your shorts so short why are you know why are you out here trying to impress other people and i'd be like it's literally a hundred and something degrees outside. <laughs> Seriously, we, we live, live in the, the valley. Yeah, we live in the valley. Um, I'm not getting dress coded out here, so what's it fucking to you? Yeah. I don't know. Um, and that's the other thing, because I was so in love with him. Like I said, I am an outspoken Virgo, and I have been for the majority of my life. More so after this relationship. And that's something, a good takeaway from this, is that I definitely found my voice after going through what I went yeah. through with him, because for a long time I bit my tongue and I just kind of took whatever he threw at me. So you were kind of like, okay, uh, change. Or it would just be like, okay. Like if I was at school, like obviously I didn't live around the corner. So it's not like I would just go home and change. It was kind of like, all right, I won't do it. I won't wear these to school again. Ooh. And I wouldn't, I would listen. Um, that's the other thing for your boyfriend's asking you to do anything physical like that. Like as far as your makeup, or your partner. If they're telling you anything about your hair, your makeup. It, oh, that was another thing. I had really long hair in high school. I have it long now, but between now and high school, I've had it majority of the time shorter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've kept it short for quite a few years. and But in high school, it was very, very long. That was the other thing. He swore up and down if I ever cut it that, that I'd be done. But he, yeah. That Excuse he, you. Yeah. Freaking hair is Didn't it? want me cutting my hair. I remember one time I wore purple eyeshadow, like a light purple eyeshadow to school, like a shimmery color. I thought it was pretty. Obviously, I wore it. Yeah. He laughed at me. Literally laughed at me. Excuse me. He laughed at me. Some of the looks like... No. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah, someone that looks like that should not be laughing at me. What? He would laugh at me. Um... I mean, and it would get, it was even, it would get worse. Like, and that's the thing. Everything was a progression. Obviously, it did not start out this way. Everything was a like progression. I feel like all abusers are like that. It's yeah. all a progression. It is. It, it definitely got worse and worse and worse as time went on. I had to hit a breaking point. So the point of us talking about this right now is so that you see these, you could identify with these, yes. these symptoms and red flags before you hit a breaking point, because you don't want to get to your breaking point. It's not a good place to be. Because sometimes you can't snap out of it. Even though some yeah. people do snap out of their breaking point and can move on, not many people are mentally strong. Yeah. You know, like everybody's different uh, physically, mentally. And I feel like 
some people and it's okay that are a little weaker than others and can't snap out of it i think that's why yeah. so many people stay in toxic relationships yeah. or in abusive relationships for so long mm -hmm. because it's harder for some people to break out of it so i kind of that brings me to the topic where like people are like why didn't she just get out of it yes Ugh. i want this to be your breaking point because yes. your real life breaking point is gonna be them bringing you close to death you know like this shit gets exactly. very real yeah and you don't want it to get there so that's the point of us talking about this is to bring awareness to it now and we want this to be your breaking point we want this to be the point where you put your foot down and you you find your voice and you you fucking leave and you run for the hills yeah. and don't ever look back <laughs> yeah because if they're like that early on they're never going it to doesn't change. change it does not change. it does not change toxic will always be toxic mm -hmm. because they they can't physically or mentally understand that what they're doing is wrong because in their head it's okay for them to be like that mm -hmm. you know they're the man or they're the person who wears the pants in the relationship whatever their mentality is at yeah like it's kind of hard it's rare when somebody breaks out of that out of that mentality yeah you know the likelihood is that they don't um they'll be really good at pretending like they did because he definitely did obviously we were on and off so he would be good enough to a point to get me back on get you back on so and then it went back yeah yeah within weeks you know, if not days. So when you guys finally ended things, mm -hmm. it was just everything or there was one particular thing that happened? There was one particular thing. There was one, I had my breaking point and it was just, it was kind of crazy because it literally worked like a light switch. Like it happened and then it was like somebody just turned off the light for me, for him. Everything I felt, all that deep love, all those like super strong feeling, gone, dead. It's because I think it's like a slowly thing. Like, yeah, I feel like after so many things, every time something happens, it's like chips. It's kind of like mm -hmm. a like a glass. Think of a glass. It starts chipping. Something else happens, starts chipping until yeah. you're at the end of that, and you. And at the time it happened, I didn't feel like things were chipping away. No, you don't. You I thought not. it. I thought it was okay. I thought we were in a fine place. Yeah. And then it happened, and. The, you know, it complete the glass broke, the light the switch turned off and he wasn't even him to me anymore. He was, it was like, I really did. It's kind of like the mask it. fall off and you were like, who are you? It was like, I came out of a freaking spell and I saw him and I was just like, get you. I didn't want anything to do with him. And that's the other thing. I hit my breaking point and I couldn't, I didn't break up with him in that moment. I almost had to like process what had happened. Yeah. And then like, it took me like two months to break up with him after that. I had, I couldn't, like, I couldn't even speak about it to anybody. It was so... I don't even think I know your breaking point. But you don't have to talk about it. You okay. don't have to say it at all. You don't. I mean, I'm at a point... I'm like, I can cut this part. Like, I don't... Yeah. You don't have to put it. <clears throat> I'm at a point where I feel like I'm comfortable talking about it. But there's people that are probably going to watch this that probably know who I'm talking about as well. Who don't know what happened. Yeah. And like I'm in a weird place where I want to out him and I want him to be responsible in a way because I regret not making a bigger deal out of it when it happened. I think I have an idea. Yeah. It was just really bad. And I, that, that just really, like I said, everything like melted away. I snapped out of it. But it was so bad to the point where it took me time to finally be able to tell him like I can. Because I... And I didn't even realize it in the moment that it was over. I mean, the love went away, but my first thought wasn't, I have to I think you him. were in shock in a way. Like it was 100% shock. Right. Yeah. Because, like, I, yeah, I know, I kind of have a feeling what you're kind of talking about. Like, you're in shock. Is You're slowly, slowly processing what the fuck just happened. Yeah. And you slowly processing that you no longer feel that same weight for that person. Right. It really changed everything I thought about it. I... I think what it did was trigger my, like, it was like fight or flight. Like, my instincts kicked in. And I realized that this person is a threat to my life. And that's all I saw him as afterwards. Because it happened, and then it was like he was trying to pretend like nothing happened. It was very weird. Yeah. And then he would say, like, oh, let's go get food here. Let's go watch a movie. And I was coming up with excuses out the ass. I have homework. My stomach hurts. Um, we're going. I'm going here with my family. Like, yeah. It was after you were so avoiding 
him. And then I realized like, okay, I'm hardcore avoiding, hardcore avoiding him. I haven't seen him in weeks. I need to just, I need to just leave. I need to leave. I need to tell him that this is done. And eventually I did. And then that's what happened. And it was very, even then it was. I was going to say, how did he take it? Oh, horrible. Like horribly, horribly crying, sobbing, snotting, like. Did he tell him why? He knew why. You didn't have to. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why he was being nice, right? Because he knew why. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely like uh, when little kids are playing and when they're roughhousing and one starts crying and you're like, no, 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 no. Like, don't, don't, shh. Like, don't tell mom. Like, I don't yeah. want to cut. Like, he was doing that to me. Uh, like, instead of don't tell mom, it was don't tell the cops. Uh, <laughs> like, if you know, you know, guys. If yeah. you know, you know. Yeah. If you get an idea. Like. Yeah how things how horrible things got exactly and i i don't want that to be anybody else's breaking point ever because it, it, it can be worse than that like yeah wait, i'm not saying I'm that's lucky. not bad no yeah i'm not saying that's not bad but it literally people lose their lives in toxic relationships and mm -hmm. abusive relationships i 100 percent believe if i would have stayed i wouldn't be here today because things had progressed up until that point and we were still young. I'm so you I couldn't imagine as an adult like this is ten years later. I think if I I don't think I would have had another ten years if I had stayed in that relationship because of the way things were going. Yeah. If he did that to me once, it was gonna get worse. Yeah. You know, your body could only withstand so much, and then something's gonna happen, and then that's it. This is very serious. Young, younger, young or older, adult, teenager, adult whatever age you are in your life just if you're in a relationship that doesn't bring anything good to you like i've said multiple times in the past but i will keep repeating it for the ones that need to hear it yeah <laughs> um walk away your life does not end for mm -hmm. one person your life does not end for one person i know that you're in love and i know that this is your person at the time yeah. this is your friend but you will move on and you will find better and Life. you don't want to see that. Like, it hurt me that all my love for him that I had went away like that. Yeah. Because of something he did. Yeah. That's painful. I think that was more painful than if we would have just naturally broke up. Like, hey, like, yeah, you know, it's just, it just fell off. Yeah, it fell off. Or the relationship ran its course. We're both young. I'm ready to date other people or whatever. We're both trying to move on. That would have been far less painful than letting it get to the point that it did. Yeah. And, and me completely... I saw him turn into a monster. The person I love the most turned into a complete monster. After that, you guys never spoke again? Well, <laughs> we broke up, um, didn't talk for a while, and then, you know, he would kind of try to, like, stay. Like, he, I think he tried to kind of figure a way to stick around in some way. So he was like, you know, like, we have, you know, we brought up the history and how much he loved me. And I was like, you know, like, I care about you as a person still, whatever. Again, I'm still very much in shock. Things are very fresh still. So we agreed to stay, like, on an amicable kind of friendly level. Uh, we weren't texting every day. Um, it was just, like, we just decided no beef. Like, there's no beef between us. Yeah. We're fine. We're cool. Um, there was like one there, like months later, there was like a random day where he was like, Hey, um, on your lunch break, do you want to grab food? And so I said, yeah, like I didn't see the harm in it. Like things were fine. Yeah. And we were in a public place. So I wasn't so scared to be around him cause we were in a public place, not far from where I was working in the middle of the day. And we go and he just starts going off about, uh, people that he slept with, this new person that he's sleeping with, like kind of a, I could I felt obviously he was trying to make me jealous yes I didn't feel jealous like at all I was just like that's great um or oh, you're disgusting it was kind of gross he yeah. was claiming one of the persons that he was sleeping with was married I'm like you really need to be careful with that because you don't know what their spouse is like yeah like people die doing this yeah. stuff so yeah. be careful I'd be careful if I were you but whatever that's your fucking business um and I, I don't think he was getting the jealousy out of me that he wanted. And then he asked me if I was seeing anybody. And at the time I was, actually, I moved on pretty quick. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. I think it's bullshit when people are like, oh, she moved on too fast. When a woman is done, she's done way before she leaves. Way yes. before she leaves. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
It's over way before she said it. And over. especially like you truly don't know what happened mm-hmm. behind closed doors. Like I'm gonna repeat this again. I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat so many things, and I will continue to repeat them as long as I can. Everything you see on social media, it's not all of it, or it's not right. all truthful. Okay, like people record their best moments, not their worst moments. If if there's a couple that is showing that they're the perfect couple, there's no such thing. No. I'm so sorry. There's no such thing as a perfect couple. And like I keep telling you guys too, like me and Sarah had a toxic uh, beginning. We fixed it. I'm not saying we're perfect. We bicker at each other, but we're at a mature level where we just walk away, right? Like that's mature level. Every relationship, I'm sure you and your husband have oh, yeah. disagreements. Like, yeah. like any normal relationship is going to have disagreements, but it does not have to exceed to violence or putting hands on each other right. or disrespecting each other verbally. Not e- Yeah, not even that. Not Me even and that. my husband do not cuss at each other ever. Yeah, so it's okay to be mad, but once you guys cuss at each other, it's kind of like, oh. That's when the line gets crossed. Yeah, and, like what? Well, yeah. uh, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so back to that, like, just don't like just walk away. I know it's easier said than done. It yeah. is. It and is. And if you feel yourself getting to that point, or if the line does get crossed, that's definitely a time to really step back, look Evaluate at this relationship, it. and figure out is this something we should be continuing? Is this even healthy for Can either we of work us? This out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is this something we could work out, or are we just both at a place where? we're better off leaving each other alone. Yeah. Like to bring up a little bit of a, like me and Syrah, like our, we've been together for six years, by the way, but, um, our second year was kind of toxic. Like, um, especially me, like I was at a point where like, I think my parents' divorce was still a little too fresh on me. Like, I guess I hadn't accepted it and I hadn't forgave my dad for leaving. So I still had like issues that I needed to resolve. And plus, there was things that Syrah was doing that I also wasn't okay with. And we were just both not on the same page. So also when alcohol is involved, mm-hmm. it gets very toxic. That's another thing. That's not a time to be having discussion yeah. with your partner. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So it, it's we were like super, super close to not making it. But the, I'm glad we did. And yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes it just requires re- communication and reevaluating your relationship when it hasn't crossed that fucking line yeah. like relationships are work yes they're work it's they're work, work but it should never be feeling like it shouldn't be pushing you to the edge type of work no yeah you're contemplating life you know or you're just so stressed out or you're not eating or like it's that's not oh, love that's unhappy. not health. yeah that's unhealthy at that point there's nothing to be thinking about. So I feel like a lot of relationships, yeah. like, for example, like, there's lines to be crossed. So mm-hmm. there's lines that you can't get back. Like, example, uh, things that Simara went through. Like, there's just no turning back. Right. Okay? But there's also relationships that get fixed, and that's not all of them. So you, I just want you guys to understand that you guys can't misunderstand both. Like, you have to have a limit. There's a, there's a limit that can't yeah. be crossed. And once that line is crossed, there's no way back. Like, right. you just kind of have to, like, let go. But there's situations where it hasn't been crossed yet, but you're kind of like, okay, we need to work this out. Yeah. We need to end things. Some things can be fixed. And yes, other things yes. can't, and that's fine, too. And you need to know, you got to figure out what that is for you. Yes. And stick with it. Every relationship is different. And I know mine and Syrah's uh, relationship, it's not the best because we gone through stuff we're good now but we gone through stuff and i know many other relationships who has gone through stuff and fixed it and other ones just couldn't fix it and that is okay you know you can't yeah. I feel, it's because i feel like a lot of people compare themselves to other relationships yes and you need to stop doing that yeah. don't do that if you compare yourself to other relationships that you're just so focused on that than being focused on how you can fix yours or mm-hmm. maybe yours is over and you don't realize yeah. that because you're so concern about others like yeah. for example um we get comments like oh if you guys ever break up i don't know what love is no you can't rely yeah. on someone's relationship like you guys are great and it's great to see a healthy relationship yeah. thriving you know you guys having fun together it's beautiful to see but you yeah you cannot base your own personal love yeah. life on somebody else's everybody is different everybody is different literally yeah like, you don't do that because let's say 
knock on wood, <laughs> we don't want that. <laughs> but let's say it didn't work out for whatever reason, because you guys don't know half of our lives that happen be behind the cameras. We we have a full-time job. We have other things that stresses yeah. us out. We have, what, we record a video, two, three. That's not yeah. our entire life. We're right. not in a reality TV show, you know? So you can't base our whole relationship based off what you guys see, you know? And you can't base love off you of that can, off yeah. of one relationship yeah yeah so i like to be truthful and not so. even the entire relationship and only like, the glimpses you get yes online. the glimpses you guys get from us so yeah there's a lot of things that happen yeah. behind doors so that i think it's I... definitely important to know what you need from somebody before you get into a relationship or things that are deal breakers you think about especially that the stuff. one like you're older and you're looking yes. into your future like What's your pros and cons? What mm -hmm. are you looking for? What do you want in your future? Also, those things, as you're older, you need to realize. As you're young, you're kind of just figuring things out. Right. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> to interrupt you, girl. I just kind of like got it's on. Like, but no, back to your good. lunch date, okay? So he didn't get the reaction he expected from you. Right. And he asked you, right? He asked you me if I was seeing somebody. And I was at the time. Um, it was super casual. I didn't have a new boyfriend. I was just... And I, I didn't even say... I just, he just asked like, oh, are you talking to anybody? And I said, yes. And he just asked who? And I was like, that's not really important. Yeah. Which is not. It's not. It and wasn't. He, that's right. But he started getting like physically agitated. Like I could see like mm -hmm. fucking veins in the forehead, you know, like he Ooh. was like, who is it? His was burning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it's not any of your friends. It's someone you you know who this person is, but it's not one of your friends, yeah, or anything like that, like anyone you'd care about. And he still persisted. He was like, "Who is it?" And then I I told him, and then he was like, "Have you guys had sex?" And I was like, "I really don't think that's any of your business." And he lost it, lost it. I mean, he wasn't yelling. Obviously, again, he was in public. Yeah, but we if were in you public. Guys were alone. He would have lost it. Lost. I lost got scared it. all over again. It was. I was like, oh, this is done. I literally packed up my like box of food and I like left. And I was like, you just left them there. Yeah, I was. I like, I was like, I gotta go. And then he tried walking out with me. I was like, don't walk me to my car. I'll yell. He just kind of stood there. And then that was like it. And he tried texting me. I ignored the text. And then a year goes by, <laughs> a literal year. So I just want to point out something right there. Yeah. Did you guys see that like? He came bragging. He came bragging. Yeah. Who he was doing it and with. And he who came he friendly wasn't. to begin with. Hey, what's, you know, how, how are you? Let's yes. grab lunch. But as soon as she's moving on, it's a problem. But it's not a problem if he does it. See, yeah. that is a red flag, people. So, like, huge, if you're, huge, huge, yes. huge. So, if yeah. your partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. And me, like, I'm naive. I should not have even gone. Yes. But, yeah. But, but I feel like sometimes you, you, you want to see the best in people. Right. You want to believe that they can change. Yes. And that's the, that's the I issue. wanted to believe the person that I loved was still in there somewhere. Yes. And that I could experience that for a little bit, at least for a 30-minute lunch, that I could still get that. And we yeah. could still be friends like how we were when we were kids. Yeah. And, and that's, I think that's it's normal for anyone to feel like that. But again, like you have to know your boundaries. She... Like, she, I feel like she started getting the signs, and she was like, you know what? It's time for me to go. Like, maybe this is not a good idea. Yeah. So, you just have to know, like, because I feel like any other person, depending on how you think, could have stayed there. Right. And who knows what could have happened. Yeah. Like, say if you wouldn't have thought like that. You wouldn't have gotten up. You yeah. didn't put a stop to it. Right. What, where was this? It could have turned it, it could have went a different way. Well, it still continued. Okay. Okay. You're later. <laughs> yeah. You're later. Um, I was at work and I came out to my car, got in my car. It was during, I'm pretty sure it was during winter time because it was dark by the time I got out. And I like back out of the parking lot and I start driving and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? My car felt so weird. And I like, I didn't live very far. But I pulled over anyways, and I was like, what is going on? I look, and my tire was slashed. Like, my passenger tire was completely slashed. And oh, I, shit. I was like, I had replaced all four tires the week before. So they were brand new. Oh, and they got slashed, and, you know, I 
called my dad and came and helped me and um there was like a screwdriver broken off into the tire so wait it wasn't just slash like no. there was a screwdriver it, loose too yeah inside of the tire um so i like went got that replaced again and then um i think it was like maybe a, a week later a week or two later i went outside and there was like soda dumped on my windshield and it made it so that like it was dumped on my windshield and then it was like the sun made it really sticky like it dried down onto my windshield so it was kind of hard to see it made yeah. it like blurry looking and i couldn't put the windshield wiper fluid on it it was so sticky that it wasn't washing it off yeah um so there was that obviously that wasn't as bad as like a slash tire but there was that too and at that point uh, my dad was like we're calling the police um you're filing a report and i was like yeah okay and like I said, it was a year later. No contact with this person at, at all. all. Since that lunch. At all. At all. Ugh. Nothing. Psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. And a year later, this happens to me. And of course, you know, I had been seeing other people. I was young. And my dad was like, is there anyone you're seeing right now that you think could have done it? And I'm like, no. Like, I, I don't really have enemies. Like, I don't have beef really like yeah. i didn't like there was i couldn't think of anyone and he was like i think it was him and i was like well it's been a year though and he was like you don't count anyone out police came took a report at work and everything and they were like yeah i mean you really shouldn't count anyone out and they're like um do you know where he lives and i was like yeah because he actually lived that's how we met as kids he lived across the street from me uh. <laughs> so I was like, yes, I do know where he lives. And so I gave them the address and everything. And they were like, okay, we're going to go talk to him. You should let him know that we're going to go talk to him. Because sometimes when we catch them by surprise, they get more agitated. And I would hate for him to come after you. Yeah. So that was nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So then I break a year of no communication to text them and say, hey, this happened to my car. I am not saying it was you. The police asked me, like about any exes i did mention your name they asked me your address and they're saying that they're planning to go talk to you so if the police comes looking for you this is why they're not it's just they're just talking to you and he was like i have better things to do than doing that to your car i'm like like i said i'm just letting you know yeah <laughs> i'm not saying it was you it was him it was definitely him um <laughs> you just had to play the well part. uh come to find out like months later um, a mutual friend of ours told me that, so we had a lot of mutual friends. We grew up in a small town. Lots of mutual FYI, friend groups. we're from like Lemoore. Yeah. We're from Lemoore. It's one high school. Yes. <laughs> Literally. Very small. A lot of people know a lot of people. A lot of yeah. mutual friend groups that are familiar with each other. So one of our mutual friends. Is that kind of rancho, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um. Uh, one of our mutual friends tells me that somebody that she knows that was dating somebody in his friend group got her tire slashed the same exact way. And I was like, oh, what a fucking coincidence. Uh, that people that he knows and that he's closely, it was one of his best friends at the time. Um, what, well, did the cops, did allegedly, the cops actually go talk to him? I don't know. Oh, I never definitely. followed up. That was the last time I ever talked to him. And then after that, I'm not going to lie. It was pretty scary because I'm like, if he's willing to do this to me a year later. What is he do? What else? And like I said, I literally just said Lemoore's a small town. Yeah, it is. It really is. It really is. Uh, after that, I had picked my little brother up and my cousin from a party. It was like <laughs> in a garage. And, you know, garage doors have the big garage door and then the side door. Yeah. And that's it. Uh-huh. So I go in through the, the big garage door was closed because the majority of the people in the party were in that garage. I don't even know whose house it was. I don't know what party it was, but my little brother needed a ride home. So I went and picked him and my cousin, his, our cousin up and I go in there. I'm in the garage. I find them and I was like, okay guys, come on. When I turn around to leave, my ex is walking in through that door and that is the only way in or out. And I, but you got off, you got off the car. Oh yeah, I was inside oh. the house to get my to oh, find my okay, brother because okay. I called him. He wasn't answering me, oh, okay. so I went to go look for him to tell him like, "Hey, like I'm here. Let's go." Um, but as I'm doing that, and as we're like on our way out, he's walking in, and this is the only fucking door. Hey, I have a question. Yeah. How many years apart are you and, and your brother? Five. 
What is he doing at the party? That's what I'm saying. But whatever. That's a question for my parents. <laughs> okay, okay. That's a question for my parents. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what he was doing at the party either because he's also older. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Like, yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's not say. Uh, <laughs> so he's coming in. That's my only way out. I moved. I didn't know I could move that fast. I moved so fucking fast. I zoomed through the crowd. Like the garage was packed. I zoomed through people and I got... I got just past it, like literally, like we were like this far away from each other, but I fucking zoomed. He couldn't, he couldn't even touch me to like slow me down or like say anything to me or even try to, cause I just flew out of there. And even like my little, like I flew out of there and I went all the way to the street. I got out of there and I went down the driveway all the way to the street and my little brother and my cousin come out and they were like, what the fuck was that? Like you're, why were you so fast? Like you ran out of there. What the hell? And I was like, we gotta go. I'm not even gonna explain it right now. We gotta fucking leave. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> bounce. Yeah, cause this man's gonna turn back around and I got three other tires for him to slash. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm not doing so this. He, did he look shocked or did he see you? He saw me. He saw me for sure, but I literally moved so fast. I don't need, I don't know if he was, was going to try and talk to me or what. I didn't even want to give him the chance. I didn't even want to fucking think about it. I wanted to throw up. I was so, I was scared. I was really scared. And I left. And then at that moment, I realized I need to get the fuck out. Yeah. And so I decided to move here. And my dad like begged me to stay, offered me a brand new car if I stayed for like commuting and all that stuff. And like my By the mom way, was, here is Fresno. Yes. <laughs> like Fresno. 45 minute drive. <laughs> yes. 45 minute drive. The, what is it? The biggest little city you've yeah. ever seen. It really is. It really is. Um, it, in the Central Valley. Yeah. And so I did. I, that's what, exactly what happened. I moved here and I didn't really tell people. I mean, there's a bunch of apartments here. I didn't really tell people where I was. I was very careful about what people from Lamore, like mutuals that we had, like no mutuals between me and him were not at my apartment. Yeah. Yeah. There was one that, but that was no longer in contact with him. They weren't friends anymore that I had over. Um, I really just needed to get the fuck away. I didn't want to even risk seeing him. I haven't seen him since. He did try. He did make a new Instagram and try like DMing me. And like do it that tight? Yeah. Shortly after I moved here. Like within the first year of me moving here. And I blocked it so fast. <laughs> I blocked it so Skip. fast. Literally. It was, he literally, he tried, it was like, I can't remember what he said, but it was like a pickup line. Delusion. I, I was oh. like, what? I hate pickup lines. A pickup line? <laughs> we haven't talked in years. You slashed my tires. You were emotionally and at some point physically abusive to me. And you're going to pick up on me? Uh, psycho. Blocked so fast. So fast. As fast as I could do it. And that was it. I haven't heard from him since, so. Well, that's good. Yeah. Now she's happily married with two daughters. Yep. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just thinking, uh, obviously, I am happily She's like married. a full circle. Yeah, it is. It really is a full circle. Yeah, and it really I is. Mean, um, I'm not one to wish death upon people, but he's the type of person that I think the world would be a better place without. So it does bother me to know that he's still out there somewhere. But Doing I, this to somebody else, maybe. Yeah, likely. So for those of you, like she said, if you know, you know, if you know who I'm talking about. Um, and also if you know what she's talking about. Yeah. Guys, run. <laughs> run from Lord. No. <laughs> no. Don't date anybody no, from Lamore, just to be safe. Yeah, honestly, like this podcast is called Gossip and Guidance for a reason. Like we gossip about people's yes. stories, people's yeah. backgrounds, people's experiences, and then we give advice. And I'm doing this because... This is truly what like I love to do. I love to give advice. Should have been a therapist, but I'm not. Disclaimer: I'm not I a mean, therapist. That's kind of what you're doing right now. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I'm doing, but not licensed. FYI, disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, neither of us are medical professionals, but um, this is this shit's very real, and me, yes. I feel passionate about it. Not so much about. I mean, like it is personal between me and him, but it's also just generally I. It pains me that other women go through this. It pains me that other women go through this with children. It pains me that other women go through this yes. and lose their lives. Like this is, this is not something. I, and it's also not something that you realize when it's happening. It took me years. 
No, yeah. It's like I said, that's what it was like kind of like it was chipping away without mm-hmm. you knowing it was chipping away. There was abuse happening that I didn't know was abuse at the time. Yeah. Yeah, because how can you know? You're also yeah. growing. I literally learned I literally learned it was abuse in college. <laughs> in college. You're like, oh, taking shit. like an intro to psych class and then you read the definition of rape. And you realize it's not when a stranger jumps out of a bush and ambushes you. It's not always that. Because your part, a- your partner can rape you. Your husband can rape you. It's like, also in a yeah. Like I was gonna say, it's also in a. It could be a spouse. Yeah, it literally could be a spouse. It's, just because you're married does mm-hmm. not. If you don't want it, you do not want it. No is a no. And I didn't think that. I knew like a partner could be capable of doing that. That it would still be considered that. Um, even no, regardless of who it was, but I didn't realize that it wasn't always like a super violent attack. It could just be you saying no or stop multiple times and then not stopping. That's still, you still feel violent. And like I said, it was years, it was a good time after and things like that. When it hits you, it hits you like a ton of bricks and it doesn't go away. Uh, when I had my first daughter, that ended up being a huge trigger for me. I hadn't thought about him or spoken to him in years and years at that point. And I had my daughter and I had a newborn, you know, they're not sleeping through the night. So I'm sleeping very little. And when I would fall asleep, I would have nightmares about him knowing where she was. Oh, damn. I would have nightmares of me being at school and him finding me in the parking lot and saying like, yeah, I know exactly where she is. And then naming off the address. Oh, shoot. Awful. Awful. My literally my worst fucking nightmare. And a I had to go to therapy for that and work through it and work past it. And it, you know, like I said, this, it's, it's impacted me for my entire life all because I took love too seriously when I was 14. So, but also like, it's cause you grew up in that environment. In a way. Yeah. There was a lot I mean, of things that, you know, pushed it forward and like made it what were, it was. It was that, you were in that environment since you were 14 to you were 19. Yeah. So it's like you grew up. In that environment so yeah. of, of course it's gonna be like traumatic mm-hmm. you know what I mean? In a way. yeah and i thought really when i moved here it felt like a fresh start like i didn't have to think about it anymore i didn't have to really worry about seeing him anymore and like it, it really relieved a lot of my stresses but it didn't fix everything and i hadn't realized that until i had my daughter and i had that was the most vulnerable part of me yeah because you, you're mom though yeah you're not just caring about yourself yeah you're caring for somebody else. her more than anything yeah and so, yeah, my deepest, darkest fear was him, af- like, affecting that or yeah. being a threat to that. And it, yeah, it manifested in nightmares. So when I was, I was hardly sleeping. And when I was sleeping, I was dreaming that. And it was awful. So the moral of the story is when you see the red flags, do not ignore them. Check on your young women in your life. Sister, cousin. And all of them. Yeah, it could be a tiny aunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all of them. It, check on the young women in your life because you hear about this happening to adults often. To women, to yes. wives, to mothers. But this started for me and ended for me as a young adult slash teenager. And I'm lucky that I got out. Yes. Like it's... It, you don't have I don't to think, be. Yeah, for sure. Because I don't think if you would have had a breaking point, you would have still been with this person. Yeah, unfortunately. And not either not alive or not doing well or hating my life. And, you know. Yeah. And there's women that do end up going down that path. Start Stop it when you can. If anything like this resonates with you, like I said, I want this to be your breaking point. Get the fuck out. Like... <laughs> I'm laughing, but right. for real. No, yeah. no, seriously. Yeah. Seriously, seriously. I'm the oldest sister. I didn't really have a lot of older friends. I had no one to tell me. Yeah, same. I had no one to tell me that this was wrong, that this yeah. should not be happening, that this was not love on his part. So we're here to tell you. <laughs> yeah, if nobody's telling you, we're here. If you don't have older, oh, younger, older siblings, we're here. <laughs> yes. But... Hey, more of a story, she got out, and that's what we're trying to yeah. come across. Like, get out while you can. Get out while you can and help the young women in your life. There's better men out there. Obviously, she married her husband for a yes. reason. <laughs> I think she learned her lesson, so she would not be marrying <laughs> yeah. her husband if it wasn't the best thing No me gustó la mala vida. <laughs> no le gustó la mala vida. No. <laughs> Por favor, si te gusta la mala vida, corre. Yeah. No, there's people que sí si le gusta la mala vida. Get help. Yeah, if you do. <laughs> yeah go to therapy, please. Yeah. 
<laughs> get, get Kaiser, get help. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like, honestly, though, like, um, jokes aside, like, regardless, I feel like a lot of people see therapy as a bad thing. Right. I feel like, honestly, we all need therapy. Like, I swear, we all need therapy for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Different reasons. I, we all go through something. And I feel like some people feel better talking to strangers than they do talking to their best friend 100%. or a close friend yeah. or a husband, a sister, a brother, whatever. But just if you're able to, and if you can get therapy just for the smallest things, honestly, therapy is just like kind of yeah. like a mental cleanse in a way. You know, and it's I really like, not that serious. Yeah, like, it's not that formal. It is serious. Everybody should do it. Men, women, everybody should do it at least once in their lives because we at least try it out. Don't shut yeah. it down. Don't not shut it down. We've all try been it. Shit. And if it does not work out for you and it's not something you like, it's okay. Yeah, you tried it out. You know, try it. Journal if that doesn't work for you. Yeah. Do something. But the point is, is to do something. A hundred percent. Talk Don't. to somebody. Yeah. You're not alone. There's a lot of people that go through different situations. And like I mentioned before, this, the point of my podcast is to, my guess, I always look for someone that has something to bring to you guys, regardless if it's a toxic relationship, if it's a coming out story, if it's you feeling unhappy, if it's a divorce, kids, anything, anything. Everybody goes through different situations in life. Life mm-hmm. is life and life can be tough. And some people feel like they're alone. You're not. You're not going to be the first person or the last person to go through something mm-hmm. uh, in your life. And I feel like the more that people talk about their experiences, the more people can relate to them. And you don't feel truly alone. And to that, I'd like to add. So going to therapy after having, you know, those nightmares and like losing my fucking mind because I wasn't sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <I was> literally <laughs> losing it. Um Something really profound that my therapist at the time had said was that trauma isn't always a bad thing. Because I asked her, why are these happening to me now? Why am I having these nightmares now? Uh And she was like, well, because you gave birth. And I'm like, great. Yeah, I gave birth and I have a baby. It's awesome. Cool. Like, what does that have to do with anything? Trauma is anything that changes your life in a significant way. It has a very negative turn. Like, you know, we hear trauma. We think somebody hurt us very badly. And sometimes that is the case. But Sometimes it's not. My trauma was my childbirth and it triggered all the awful shit that happened to me in the years prior in that relationship. And it made me feel like it was a threat to the child that I had just given birth to. And, you know, like it, I was not expecting that. It really side, sideswiped me because I, I, I would have never guessed that my child, because I had a relatively easy childbirth. Everything went smooth. There was no scary emergencies. Like, it was hard, but it's I had her. you experience a different type of love. Yeah. Also. There's different types of loves, okay? I feel like you experienced a different type of love, and, like, you became a protector mm-hmm. over somebody else. And the trauma the trauma that you went through, kind of, you were like, well, I don't want my daughter to go through this. Yeah. It was kind of more like, I need to protect my child. Yeah. So, you had to... Um, I feel like you had to compare, like, oh, what can potentially happen to my daughter. Yeah. Especially woman, you know what I mean? I like, just really wasn't thinking about it because it was something from so long ago. Yeah. That I wouldn't think that that having a child would trigger all of that. So it really caught me by surprise. And she was like, yeah, trauma's not always a bad thing. You had a baby and that changed your life. Yeah. And yeah. It, it brings up old stuff. And, you know, you can repressed memories come back and yeah you know the nightmares and like like you know she's like even though you had like a happy healthy delivery and things were fairly easy you went home and everybody's fine right now it still changed your life and now and now it's like reopening all the old stuff it's bringing back things from that you shoved in the back of your brain or that you tried to drink away yeah or you know all that stuff comes right back it does so go to therapy. And everybody has different <laughs> triggers, like mm-hmm. different triggers. Who would have thought childbirth is a trigger? Yeah. yeah. Like you could be a mother and you went through something, but something else triggered it for mm-hmm. you. Everybody has different triggers. Like you just never know. Sometimes it's just your body reminding you again, like, hey, this yeah. is what you went through. Like, and it doesn't it. forget. So you need to resolve it. Go to therapy. Yeah. You can't. Uh, what is it called? Swooping it under the rug is not. Yeah. It's, it's not a 
fixing it. It's like putting a bandage on it. It's eventually going to fall off. Mm-hmm. You know? I thought I was fine. You know? I'm in this happy, loving relationship. I'm expecting a baby girl. Everything's great. We're all healthy and happy. I have the baby. Everything's fine. Until I go to sleep and it's not. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then, yeah. It, and then I'm living my fucking nightmares every single night. And that's just it's no way to live it's not guys yeah living in fear you were kind mm-hmm. of you, yeah you were i was i was living in this irrational fear i knew he wasn't going to show up at my house or anything like that but i was living it when i was sleeping when i was supposed to be resting after caring for my child all day and breastfeeding and all the shit that i was doing i couldn't even rest when uh when you were going through this was your partner like your husband there for you. I mean, so he wasn't your husband at the time. Yet. He wasn't aware. I didn't tell him. I couldn't tell him at the time. I was struggling with it so bad that I... So you were alone. alone. I Kind of, yeah. Because I was telling my therapist. He knew I was having nightmares. I couldn't really tell him what it was about. I had a hard time sharing those, like giving him all the details about my experiences in that old relationship. Yeah. Even now, we're married and we've been together for... I think we're, we've been, we got together around the same time you and Saida did. Yeah, like six. Yeah. That yeah. sounds about right. Six or seven? Around there. Um, yeah, to this day, he doesn't know every single little detail because it is hard. It's hard to talk about. And this is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Talk to anybody. Yeah. Anyway, journal. Like she said, if you can't talk to somebody, get journal. it out. Get it out of get your chest. Out. If you want to talk to yourself and look like a crazy person, who gives a fuck? Do it. <laughs> talk to your dog. Talk, talk to, to your, your dog. Cat. Talk to yourself. Yeah. Make videos. You can do a journal like by videos. Mm-hmm. Vlog yourself. Vlog, Vlog your yourself. Feelings. Yeah. You don't have to share them. You can keep them for yourself. Yeah. Until you're ready to share them, maybe you can help some other people. Yeah. Half of the battle is just putting it out there. It's yeah. just being able to say it. Not you. Not even really solving it. It's just getting it out. Well, anything else you want to add before we go? I want to say men ain't shit, but that's kind of me. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, guys, with that being said, if you're in a toxic relationship or if you're in a situation that it's difficult and uh, um, it's toxic, it's very toxic for you. Just, I know it's, like I said, it's easier said than done, but you can do this. Mm -hmm. You can really do this, especially if you have like, Find a support system. If it's not your family, if it's not your friends, there is support groups out there. And do not be ashamed of that. You have to help yourself. At the end of the day, nobody's going to have your back as much as you have your own back. Life is too short to be living unhappy. I truly, truly, truly want happiness for everybody. Hey, we all struggle. I'm not saying I'm happy all the time. I go through my depressed stages. I think we all do. I think it's normal to feel depressed. It's also like life, hormones, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot yeah, there's of stress. A lot of so it's like, if you don't have somebody, look for a group. Or there's there's like online groups, like mm-hmm. messaging, like Facebook groups. Look for something that can help you. So it's out there. It's out there. You just have to want it. And if you can, if you can't look for it, there's people out there that'll look for it for you. Yes. That, like it's at your fingertips, really. Check on the young women in your life. <laughs> Repeat. Yes. These ladies are losing their lives out here. That's ridiculous. Don't let that happen. I'll say it again. Check on the young women in your life because this this stuff is impacting them. And it's, you know, the light's not really being shine on, shine, shined down on it's it. It's because a lot of people don't like to hear. A lot of people don't like to hear the bad things. Yeah, and I feel like when it comes to teenagers and teenage love, they think like, oh, it's popular. Oh, it's like they'll stupid. They'll grow out of it. Yeah, they'll grow out of it. They're going to break up anyways because they're so young. And so like, and then, you what? Oh, gosh, I'm terrible. I forgot her name. I want to say her name was Vanessa from Merced or Madeira. She went to meet up with her ex after working at AutoZone. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they Recently. Find, yes, Recently. Yeah, yes yeah. weeks ago. And they find her car burnt and she was deceased. He killed her. A boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend. See? See, guys. This shit is happening in our own backyard, and it's unacceptable. Like, like, like she said, she made the mistake to go on this lunch with this person. Mm-hmm. It could have gone worse. Yeah. And she never did it again. So it's like, if you already feel threatened by this person, don't even meet them up. Don't. Don't. It's not. Don't. Your safety's first. Think about your family think Mm -hmm. about yourself like that person is just not worth it 
they're out of Absolutely your life for a not. reason, so keep them out. Yeah. They walked out of your life. You dropped them for a reason. Keep them out. That's it for today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of my <laughs> listeners are women, by the way. Okay. <laughs> hey. <Bye>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that being said, guys, please stay safe out there. Be aware of your surroundings. And like we said before, just reach out for help if you need it and talk to somebody. And thank you so much, Simana, for Thanks being here. Thanks for having here. me on. <laughs> thank you for coming through and thank you for sharing your story. I know it's not easy. Not everyone can do this. I know a lot of people are like requesting other people to be here. If I don't bring him, guys, it's not because I don't want to. Some people are just not ready to talk about their situations or share it. You know, not everyone's very comfortable with cameras, mics, mm -hmm. and all that. So I know if you guys request somebody and I didn't bring him, it's because they're not ready. Okay. But so thank you so Respect. much. Respect. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. Thanks. So, so thank you guys so much for watching and listening to Gossip and Guidance. As always, don't forget to subscribe and hit the like button and follow all my social medias. And don't forget to follow Gossip and Guidance podcast on Instagram. And as always, let me know what you guys would like, to, what subject you guys want to hear next and who you would like to see on this podcast. Thank you so much again. I love you guys all, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.